Welcome to episode 52, ladies and gentlemen, of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB edition. My name is Taylor Ringel. My co-host, Griffin Warner, is here as always. Griff, another 2-0 for us. Two straight weeks, 2-0 again. I'm hot. I'm 2-0 my last two. But you, sir, Griffin Warner, you've won, if I'm correct here, six in a row with the Guardians losing to the Mariners in your last best bet. So, six in a row. Tell me how you're feeling right now. You know, I'm feeling hot. Scalding hot. Uh, like you, just, you just took the soup out of the microwave and uh, put it to your lips. Ow, ow, ow. Hot, hot, hot. Um, <laughs> Scourge, like the sun is, I mean, burning through the ozone layer. The world's on fire. You know, that's me. Uh, I'm that sun getting closer and closer. Um, going for lucky number seven. And uh, really looking forward to uh, making that happen on Monday's uh, card. Yeah, man. Look, I'm following your footsteps. I'm 2 0, too. Um, I have a two game winning streak with the Braves smacking the Cardinals around. So we're, we're looking great. We're looking really good. Um, can't complain. We'll do a little, uh, what's it called? Serious recap or yeah. serious yeah. spotlight recap. Yeah. I had. Orioles and the Astros. That series was impressive. Orioles won, won two out of three. Good for them. Very, very impressed how Bradish pitched. Bradish pitched like a champ. He, I kind of roasted Bradish, but he kind of hurt. He heard me. He definitely listened to the podcast and definitely heard me. And was like that Taylor Ringle fuck. He, he, I'm going to show him, and he showed me. Shout out to Kyle Bradish. Thank you for uh, being a friend of the show. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. So big, big win. Orioles. Are just they're trying their best to stick it out here. The Orioles are, uh, you know, I think everyone's favorites. To be honest, they're, my, they're I, I'm rooting for them. I'm Hell rooting yeah. the hell out of them right now. And we'll get into some other teams, but I do want to say one thing. Just looking at the the standings here, who was your best bet? Well, not best, but your serious spotlight, real quick. Before I go, uh, I did the. I think I did the Braves and the Cardinals, which is still going on now. Sunday night baseball as we're recording. Um, but yeah, you had the big win uh on Friday, which you took the Braves, right? They smacked the yes. Cardinals around. Yeah. Um, then the Cardinals, I think they they fought back, got a win yesterday, which the Braves should have won that game. Kenley Jansen got the I mean, unfortunately, that was my uh best bet on, on pregame.com last last night. And that was a tough game. Kenley Jansen night. has been responsible for some big, big bad losses, like um, makes me want to. I really don't want to go back into the history books, but um, here we are. We're gonna do it. Um, he definitely blew a game for me against the Dodgers, where he's a 99.1% expected win percentage. That was fun. Also, got me at Milwaukee, uh, only 86% on that one. Um, and while you give your thoughts on that series, I'm gonna go figure out how bad last night's was as well. Um, yeah, man, yeah, I think um... he's a problem. I think he's a big problem. That, that's where I'm going with right now. Yeah, Kenley. Kenley can be. He's either unhittable, or he walks the world. And that that three and one pitch to Tyler O'Neill last night was not even. It wasn't remotely close. You think he would like grandma style underhanded softball right into the middle of the play? Dude, did you see Tyler? Like Tyler O'Neill swung three zero and just about hit it fair. I was very surprised because Jansen couldn't find the zone the entire inning. And 
I was like, dude, I understand swinging 3 I was like, is not a popular thing nowadays. And you, he was going to groove a pitch, but man, imagine you hit that right into, uh, right into a, a fielder and cost yourself an out there. But I mean, he's trying to get, you know, he's had a bad year, you know, he's trying to get his, uh, his stats up as much as he can. He strikes out a million times. Also, um, I would think they would give him the take sign there for sure. Um, but- Arenado has had a hell of a series, though. I mean, Arenado. Well, the last month, Arenado has been unbelievable. Just gave birth to a kid. I think he just went four for four. Dude, uh, he's got the, the the new dad energy. You know, congrats yeah. on the sex, Nolan. Um, and That's you true. know, so this is three times the Kenley. This was eighty-eight point one percent expected or win win probability. Oh, jeez. Um, after uh, Lars Newbar, great name, ground out the shortstop. So uh, these are from ESPN. I'm not saying that ESPN knows anything about analytics, but um, just just saying what I what I'm feeling. And uh, I'm feeling that Kenley's a real weak point, and I don't really know that I can trust him in the playoffs, man, against the really good teams. I just don't think that he's good enough. Well, the Braves have options, right? They have Minter, they have Iglesias, they have other options. Uh, Kirby Yates as well. So, yeah. Yep. So and they, his they have options. His contract's expiring. So um I would suggest they let it expire and let him go pitch for the Pirates or something. That's that's a great that's a great opportunity. I, I imagine uh Ben Nar and, and Jansen in the back of that bullpen. I mean, a lot of a lot of heavy weight at the back of the bus there. But uh heavy shout weight. out to our Philly listeners. Uh silver silver sword, silver silver yeah. strout or something. Uh, S- Silver from Pittsburgh. Thanks for always hollering at us. Appreciate it. Asking for three shows. We're trying to. We're still trying to fight that battle. Um, I don't know if it's yeah. a winning one at this point, but we're trying. I do have to shout out one team before we get into right. our Wednesday card and before the our ad read here. The White Sox had a horrible weekend. Talk about just an embarrassment of a weekend. Their last six games, they've lost five out of six. They lost. Was it uh, hold on, was the bad weekend? Was it just in our mentions? Because that was on fire this weekend about the White Sox as well. I feel like yeah, maybe it was the middle of last week. It was no, last week, and then you and then you yeah. saw it this week, and you started tweeting about it too. But yeah, there was that, and the White Sox just got embarrassed by the the Diamondbacks of all teams. Dude, the Diamondbacks dude. are calling up their big prospect tomorrow, which I Corbin Carroll's coming up. Yep, got called Ooh. up today. Yeah, that kid's Ooh. a monster, uh, but. Okay. Jake McCarthy got the game-winning run today, okay, uh, with a RBI single up the middle. But I mean, he's a prospect too. I, maybe, maybe the future is bright for Arizona. You know, I think they have some stars. They have a few, few stars there. Are but... they all white? Are they all white kids? Like it's, it's bizarre. They all have white. They're like white flowing hair. It seems. Tell like. Marte switching uh, second baseman. Love yeah, to tell I Marte. I, I wouldn't. Cattell is definitely not not white, but um, you no, know, but it's, like, it's nice but to break the, them all. White Sox, man. Uh, just if, just this earlier in the week, they were in the hunt, man. They were now now they're way behind. What's their what are they now? Two they're games five under five hundred, five, five games, games back. back. I wonder. I mean, I need to look up their season. They were, what were they? Were they a game and a half? I wonder if the week. I wonder if their season win total under is like already cashed. Like probably like their projection, like what the projection was looking like. Yeah, yeah. Um. Let's see if I can find it. Anyway, I keep going. They were definitely project. I, I mean, I we, I, we're, I had them win in division. Yeah, I think I had them go ninety to plus series. one team. Yeah, I you did based on being the one seed. I thought in the AL. So, uh, thank you to the White Sox. But I will, I will say this podcast has been way up on the White Sox being trash. Um, very, very early. I think. Yeah. Before the odds makers realize it, we probably should have profited a little more from it and made more of so. our best bets against them. 
Uh, I feel like we've done a pretty good job of knowing that Giolito's horrible. Um, I mean, Johnny Cueto finally got tattooed. All of the regression finally. happened in one, in one start. It was great. Um, and now hopefully everyone's going to drop him in fantasy and I can pick him up because uh, for some reason, I feel like I, I got to make a playoff run with John Cueto going eight innings with two Ks because uh, <laughs> it just defies logic. Yeah, him doing the shimmy on the mound every pitch. Yeah. I love the shimmy. But, yeah, it was a, it was a wild weekend. A lot of great games. The Yankees uh, can't hit against the Oakland A's, which is awesome. Uh, that's That was so fun to watch. La- on Saturday night's game, I was at the office of WFAN in City, and what a boring freaking game. It zoomed past. I mean, we were in the seventh inning, eighth inning, and it was like an hour and 50 minutes. It was just zoomed by, and then the last three innings just took forever. Shout out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Stephen Vogt. Shout out. Awesome. What did he Off- do? I missed I missed that. What did he he hit a uh game tying two run home run in the later part of the uh of the game. He batted he was batting a 156 entering the game. 156. Yeah, yeah he um vote. Shout out. Yeah, double A athletics, dude. You know, that guy, I'm surprised he's still in the bigs, but uh glad he's uh Shout getting out. closer and closer to 10 year service time or whatever. Um, I don't know. The Yankees going and scoring three or excuse me, six runs an entire three game series in Oakland. Not great. Um, still think that they are extremely overrated, but um, they're also, I mean, are you they're worried really about the Rays? Hurt. Are you worried about the Rays catching catching up? I mean, it's seven and a half games. It's still that's pretty wide um for uh, any concern. I, am, I, I don't think so, but I think you have to talk about the injuries that the Yankees have had. Yeah. I can read you a list of the all, all the guys that are hurt right now. Okay, Britain. well let's let's start with big time surprises. Britain, who hasn't pitched all year, Severino is always hurt. Yep. Giancarlo Stanton always hurt. He's I he's mean, he's no, he's off the IL now. I'm talking oh, about guys okay. currently currently okay. on the IL. Okay, yeah. Britain, Green, King, Severino, Miguel Castro, Harrison Bader, Luis Heal, Matt Carpenter, Clay Holmes, Albert Abreu, Scott F. Ross, Nestor, and Chapman. It's a lot of that's a lot of players. Yeah, Nestor's gonna hurt. Um, good thing they got Marinaccio, who's like so sweet and what a great Italian name for a, a New Yorker. You know? Oh yeah, and also Chapman uh, get, getting an infection in his leg because of a tattoo he got. So now he's on the 15 day. So not shocked by that shit storm of a season for him. I mean, he's a genius, man. What what can you say? And definitely, he's kind of a scumbag off the off the field as well. A hundred percent scumbag. Yeah. So anti Chapman. Yeah, I can't say I'm really hurt by that. I don't know how long his deal is keeps him in. Is, is he a free agent after this year ends? Uh, well, let me talk to stat uh, our stat department. Let's see. Um, <laughs> stats, how we doing? Uh, I'm almost hey, positive. Hey. Uh, let's see. Three-year, $48 million deal, and that was uh, – he is an unrestricted free agent in 2023 at, year, at age 35. So uh, maybe he can join – the Pirates as well. He and Felipe Rivero can probably be scumbags together. Well, that guy's the worst of the worst. I mean, he's definitely in prison. So, like, uh, yeah, he's um, never coming back. Anyway, good. never thought we would do a Felipe Rivera reference. On I this mean, one, are you proud of me for that one? That that's kind of obscure. Not a lot of people. I know that. didn't think that was ever going to happen in the history of me hosting podcasts. So there, there you go. go. Um, there let's get into ads real quick, and then we'll get into, of course, our Monday lineup which is a very small short lineup not too many games but let's get into it real quick i'll give you a uh great promo here 
beat Greg Shaker's college football contest, $500 first place, and a $500 bonus. Greg Shaker earned a profit of plus $38.10 college football units last season, Griff. That's pretty good. I'd love that, personally. For this beat Greg Shaker college football contest, the contestant earns the most college football units wins $500 cash. If the winner earns more units than Greg Shaker did last year, then the contestant winner gets an additional $500. So that's $1,000 cash. Enter today. It's free. Just go to pregame.com, click on the contest, and you're there. Go do it. It's free. Go jump right in. Have a good time. Saturdays for college football. I'm so freaking excited. Boomer Sooner all day. That's my team. Oh, my God. I'm going to vomit. Yeah, I know you're a Texas guy. Boom, yeah, yeah, you have huge connections to OU. Yeah, uh-huh. horns down, horns down. Um, yeah, and then also before wow, I go, wow. uh, that's a 15 yard penalty. That's a 15 yard penalty, by the way. <laughs> I know, so that's so soft. By the way, well, we, pretty, if, soft. pretty soft, very soft. Yeah. All right. Also, 20 percent of all listeners who enter hit 20. That is hit 20. Good for seven days from podcast release. Go to pregame.com right now. Go type in the code HIT20, 20% off all you freaking awesome fans of ours and listeners of ours who listen to this podcast. We always appreciate you. Use HIT20. Go do it right now. HIT20. Griff, let's go with the lines. First game here, Cardinals versus Reds. Talk to me. Okay. And as I pull that up, I will say, uh, pretty cool that we're doing all these contests. On Put $1,000 in your pocket. You know, Go Easy. beat Greg. We have beat the Hitman as well for the NFL. Um, since we had preseason or week zero in college football this past weekend, um, I'm sure there's a million picks on there. If you guys, I don't, I haven't really followed college football as closely as I used to because Texas is terrible, but um, get on there. I'm sure if you guys need stuff to do on Saturday, um, I'm not going to respond to the the grotesque hand signals that uh, Taylor's making on the other side. It's a good thing this is a, um, down. it's an audio podcast because uh, you've got a face for radio. As we go to oh, St. Louis at Cincinnati. Scumbag. Scumbag. Nobody listened to Griff on that comment. Go ahead with this $2 favorite in the Cardinals. Go I ahead. mean, there's a bonanza of them, and there are going to be a lot of big favorites. We have we are in the dog. If we're not in the dog days yet, September is a time where favorite numbers will be so inflated, which I think does give us some value on underdogs. Um, and as anyone who listens to me talk or sees any of the tweets I throw out there, you know that I like the dogs. And uh, there are going to be a lot of them, but they are going to be huge and they're going to be tempting because they're going to be way overpriced. Um, but there's also a lot of bad teams that uh, might be on the beach, uh, as they call it in the soccer world, or might be thinking about um, what they're doing in the offseason. Not really well, so worried about the scouting report of uh, how how the this guy's curveball moves. But anyway, without further ado, um, is it Chase Anderson starting tomorrow for the Reds? They're just pulling out these guys I've never seen before uh, i think he, this would be his first start in the bigs this year yeah uh, signed to a minor league deal yesterday yeah and now he's up in the bigs because yep. uh you know they just need bodies and the reds are playing out the string as they say uh only 26 games under 500 anyway miles michaelis at chase anderson michaelis on minus 210 favorites so two dollars right there we're gonna have a lot of those over unders nine and a half uh chase anderson has some good starts in them usually it's from uh johnny cueto-esque miraculous no strikeout performances and maybe he gets another one of those this time but uh can't really expect that happening miles michaelis also just getting tattooed like aroldis chapman's leg apparently infected and all um i gotta say i see a lot of runs here great american ballpark i mean it's gonna be humid uh 
God bless anybody in that stadium. Probably want to jump in the river instead of go to that game, actually. But um, it's important for the, the Cardinals as they're trying to improve on their five and a half game lead coming off Sunday night baseball. Might mean there might be some tired legs uh, as they're probably flying out of St. Louis as soon as they uh, can tonight. Um, what do you got on this one? Uh, you big believer in Chase Anderson uh, getting some ground balls to short? That That is his bread and butter. Ground ball, man. He, in the minor leagues this year, between the Detroit Tigers and the Tampa Bay Rays AAA system. He's 7-3 with a 4-5-0 ERA, 80 innings pitched. So he has some innings under his belt this year, kids. Or do you have faith in Chase Anderson? And the answer is no. It's going to be a high-scoring ball game. I really think that Chase Anderson is going to get his shit rocked. Wow. Because the Cardinals, the Cardinals have been playing great baseball. They have been playing great baseball against very good teams as of late. Arenado, my favorite player in the, in the freaking league, is hitting everything and anything. Goldschmidt, my, my opinion, is the MVP, and I think it's kind of set in stone. Guy's batting over 340, 34, and 100. He has been smacking the ball around. And, yeah, they have other you know people that are helping around that, in that lineup as well. How, but, many, how many strikeouts for Chase Anderson in 80 minor league innings this year? Uh, please hold. He has 72. Oh, not as bad. Uh, so that's not like as bad 90, as I thought. You know, 90% uh, of innings he gets a strikeout, it sounds like. So uh, that's not so bad. Um, better than I was expecting. But Cardinals are a tough team that can slug the ball. So he's going to have to miss some bats tomorrow. He's let up 16 home runs. Oh, in 80 innings? That's yeah. a that's a yikes. Uh, quick math. That's every five innings he lives at a home run. So two to a game. Yeah, he, he's, he's not for Niners. Not he's at 1.8. Uh, you want to yeah. hear a really bad one from Chase Anderson? Just 2017, he went – nope, sorry, 2018. 17, did pretty well. 18, he let up a league lead 30 home runs. That's a lot, kids. That's a lot. He's let up a lot of home runs. He's let up – in eight years, he's let up 150 home runs and under 1,000 innings. <laughs> So yeah, that's a lot. Uh, he's probably got a really strong neck from all that uh, turn around to watch the ball fly. He, wear, he actually wears a neck brace during his outings. He throws the now, neck brace. Now you're him. now you're taking now you're taking shots. Your co-host. Uh, no, that's not got, what I'm saying. Got two pinch you, you were talking. I mean, I swear the Boomer Sooner stuff was bad enough, and then now you're, you're just coming at me. <laughs> I mean, it must be nice to be a ripe 27 year old not having to worry about uh, the aches and pains. I guess. And- hey. Former college athlete tore the labor. Uh, oh, you don't of. mention I that enough. Yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, I've never heard you were a former college baseball player at uh SUNY Oswego. Ah, close purchase. SUNY purchase. There you go. Wow, that was All second right. pick. Good for you. Anyway, yeah. yeah, we're taking high on Michaelis here and the high powered offense in the Cardinals. We talked way too much about Chase Anderson today. Okay, but I mean, there's only, I mean, it's a you're right. There's only, there's only like six now. Yeah, there's not I, many games. I also want to. I think we need to, give, need to give some some macro talk here. Um, Go ahead. For the St. Louis Cardinals, they are five and a half games up on the Brewers. The Brewers look lifeless offensively. Yeah, Both teams are too. actually 500 even uh, records on the road, which is surprising <laughs> to me. But the Cardinals are 19 over 500 at home. The Brewers eight above 500. I feel like. I don't know that I think the Cardinals are for real. I feel like they had a pretty good series at Atlanta, but really should have lost the first two games of it at home. Not a great sign. I think there's a pretty big divide between uh, the Cardinals and the Brewers, especially, but I think this NL central, because these records are beefed up off of really bad teams lower in their division. So 
I don't know. I feel like I'm really hoping that both the Cardinals and Brewers can get into the wild card. Well, one will win the division, but one to get in the wild card. Unfortunately, the Phillies just keep winning, it seems. Um, and they're five wins up on the Brewers right now. Um, Padres are only three. So I guess the Padres are the closest team. There's a shinking, sinking ship as well. Um, what do you think about the Cardinals? Um, I, I know, I feel like, if I remember correctly, you picked them as a potential dark horse um, preseason. I think I think that's looked good so far. I know I took them at our All-Star break episode to win division. That's looking fairly good for right now. Obviously, a long way to go. Um, you think they have a shot? Do they have enough? I mean, their bullpen's good. They've got a decent bullpen's lineup, great. pretty long. I, yeah. Um, I don't know that I believe in Jordan Montgomery, but I mean, they only need three or four starters. Wayno somehow is getting curveballs grounded out of the shortstop. Uh, I know you do. You can't really bet him, it seems. I know you keep betting. No, him, I can't. But... I love him. Can't bet on him. Can't bet with him. Uh, what do you think about their chances to uh, to get hot in, in October? Anyone can do it, of course. True. I think the Cardinals' track record as a franchise over the last 20 years. Very they, solid, I would say. Very, very solid, s- but don't really win the big stuff, unfortunately. They kind of have a ceiling. They're, but they're solid in the month of September. When when they know it's go time, okay, it doesn't matter what the team was. If it was the you know, the big time Pools era with Edmonds, or it was the second half of Pools' career as a Cardinal with those teams with you know Skip Shoemaker and Alan Craig, like the, that era of Cardinals baseball. I think Schumacher's on the uh, on the bench he, now. Coach yeah, I think he's the bench coach. I yeah. think he is. Um, I know he's on the. I know he's a coach. I just don't know exactly what his role is. But you know their bullpen is, I think, very underrated. When you have you have, of course, Hensley, who I I think he's the best reliever in the baseball. I know Diaz is Whoa. right there. I think in Hensley baseball, is the best. yeah, Hensley is insane. He has a, under one wow. ERA. He's, we need he's, to get our intern to cut that up and put it on. I mean, his if the Helsley family is listening, you know, maybe you'll get his name right. But uh, what, what did I say? You said Hensley, I think Helsley, right? I think right? I said Helsley, the guy that throws one hundred and two. Yes. I mean, Maybe my ears aren't working. I don't know. I'm old, man. I got Helsley. I got a neck brace on, you know. So Hel- Helsley, and you have Jordan Hicks. You have hopefully Gallegos gets his at the other, which he sort of is is in a little bit. I know he lost the role, which I think it was a good thing because now you got the big the big horse in the, in the bullpen. But there's one pitcher there, Griff, that I'm just looking up here. I've been wondering. I had him on fantasy all year. It's Jack Flaherty. You get He's him. coming back. He's coming back. He is coming back. He the is. Cardinals he can is. activate Flaherty to pitch next Wednesday in Cincinnati or wait until next week when the Cubs are in St. Louis. I would mm. say Marmol and that staff are going to really, really be careful with him down the I stretch. Mean, Maybe make like up a they, bullpen arm. You know as a shoulder guy, because he had a shoulder problem and came back and was horrible. Very bad, um, yeah. And literally everyone gave up on him, thought he was missing the whole season, like fantasy sports. And I, we don't talk about it too much, but like he was available in all these leagues. And um, I don't know if there's usually a good kind of overlap between sports betters and, and fantasy players. I feel like it's not too different. Um, but he was like cut bait. Everyone was like, yeah, it's not even worth a, an IL spot on a lot of these teams. And he's coming back. And I think he might even make a difference in the next month or so, I mean, he's been built up pitch count wise. I don't know really why they brought him back so quickly, um, but then he got hurt again and everyone thought he was done. And if he I mean, that could be a big, big thing, because if the Cardinals Huge. are able to keep their opponents from scoring, 
I think they can score enough. It's just they need to stay in these games to keep them low scoring because I don't think their offense is as strong as what the Braves are putting out there clearly. And then uh, the Mets just seem to have a better version of the long St. Louis lineup. And what the Cardinals also have is the defense is defense can be very is overlooked a lot when it comes to just baseball in general because everyone loves the offense and the great pitching. But defense can defense can win you championships, and the Cardinals have had. You know, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Edmund, and Bader, all gold glove winners. And then I think DeYoung was – I, I mean, DeYoung's a great, great fielder. If they get yeah. six, he's bad. I just don't know if he's going to I think DeYoung's a gold glover too. But, like, when you have – when you have everything's clicking, you know, you have the younger kids, like Newt Barr, and that is going to be part of that um, that offense in the postseason. You're going to have no Tyler, Tyler O'Neill. I got to say, O'Neal. I don't know your feelings on him. He is – I mean, kind of looks like a muscular hamster, but um, he <laughs> he like he's is a an awesome field. He's a way better fielder than you think. His dad's like a power lifter or something like that. Um, okay. And he's got a lot of power. He's like, yeah, it's a lot of swing and miss, a lot of strikeouts. At this point, who doesn't? And he can hit it over the wall because he's a giant. I, I wonder what that Tyler O'Neill was incredible last year. He Second was. half, Tyler O'Neill was the best player in baseball. He every single day he was doing going two for four, three for four. He was might have been the peak, unfortunately, but it was a good good run for when he was there. And I got to say, because you made me think of they're really good defensively. Reminds me of uh, Hawk Harrelson um, and him always describing that the Royals the Royals when they had their good run of and won the World Series, if I remember correctly. He was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, uh, Royals, you know, compared to the White Sox, they just catch the ball better than us. And that's what you need to do to win baseball games is catch the ball. Just, I remember that's all you that, need to do, dude. Oh man, I love Hawk. I'm I'm really sad he's not he's not there anymore. He that that guy's the man. Um, and he's still alive. So uh, hope hope Hawk's listening. Hope Hawk's family's listening. Um, <laughs> if I could think of any important calls that he's made, I'll bring him up. Uh, have mercy. There's one. Have uh, mercy. Next that's we'll the go. Uh, duck snort. That's a good one. Uh, for a little uh jam shot to left field or something like that blooper and yeah, Texas leaguer, of course. Anyway, I'll come up with some more next. We'll go to the actual, why everyone's listening best bets coming end of show uh, Dodgers and the Miami Marlins. I guess they never stopped playing. This is a nice little overhang series start on Friday, I think, but Tony Gonsolin at Pablo Lopez Gonsolin, you know, he's hanging in there, man. We keep like, we're afraid he's going to fall off the cliff. Like they're going to limit his innings. He seems like he's, Primed and ready to go. He kind of shook off a stretch where he wasn't very good. And he gets a Miami offense that really just rivals the Oakland double A athletics for um, bad, awful, unable to hit, make contact. And Pablo Lopez had a good start last time out, I think, but hasn't been very mm-hmm. good lately. Um, Gonsolin, a two minus two thirty favorite on the road. So that's two out of two, two dollar favorite so far uh, over under seven. Um, I don't know how. Unless the Dodgers score seven, I don't know how this one's going over. So uh, I like under there. Don't really like the Dodgers and under is a little bit problematic because you got to get nine at bats if the Dodgers do win this game. Um, what do you think about this one? I, I don't know about the under. I, I'm Because Mookie Betts has had himself a ridiculous series down in Miami. Uh, he's had a really good series. I think I think some of the other – see, you see um, Trey Turner get hit in the head by Cabrera. And then he gets up, and then a few pitches later, he's still second. Like, like just in Trey Turner's having an MVP year too. So put that in perspective as well. But Pablo Lopez, 
really fallen off the wagon. Yes, his last start against the Oakland A's, he went six shutout innings, which is what they needed out of Pablo Lopez. But remember, Lopez was a two ERA guy oh, in July, yes, I do. and oh, now yes. his ERA is at three six six. Not saying Lopez is not is bad, but you know, Lopez isn't what we were talking highly about in the month of July. Gonsolin, on the other hand. He's going five, six innings every start. Five innings last time against the Brewers. I feel like those days when he pitches, it's like it's going to be a bullpen game. He's gone seven innings three times since the month of July. It's not, it's not great. Uh, I wouldn't call that a bullpen game, though. I mean, if we're talking a bullpen game, like I'm thinking we got to start going two innings or like one of those guys that goes three or four. And you yeah, five innings is more. fine, I guess. Because I, 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 I guess I'm talking highly of Gonsolin because how great he's been this year. And you, it, we talked about before that stretch from July 13th to July 31st, he let up a million runs, just five earned, three earned, four earned, uh, another three earned. Just, just getting lit the fuck up against the Nationals, Rockies, and the Cardinals. Not great, but he's picked it up. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's obvious that the Dodgers are are definitely going to be the heavy favorites in this. Hopefully, Pablo Lopez can throw a nice start in there. It's, but what, what's nice is we're seeing some of the younger guys. Like I love seeing Cabrera, uh, Edward Cabrera pitching every fifth day. Like I like seeing that because that kid's going to be a beast with when Lopez gets that together. Uh, and there was a report that came out that the Yankees were going to be trading, potentially trading Glaber for Pablo Lopez, and that trade never happened. And that fucked them over because they traded Montgomery for Bader, and they needed a replacement, and the replacement never oh. happened. And I said that on the podcast like a week after, or like the trade deadline week. I was like, they could, should, I think they were going to get Lopez. Didn't happen. I didn't know Glaber was the guy. I would have been kind of bummed. Glaber's all right offensively. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I might want to – I don't know about the under. Uh, maybe because the Miami offense is horrible. I guess hey, that's man, why it makes sense. You don't, I'm not twisting your arm over here. You don't have to love it. Uh, I will say that I do feel like I've been right on with my Pablo Lopez takes that his uh, incredible start the year was not going to last. I mean, he's still got really good numbers, so I'm happy about that. But I did have him on a fantasy team, and I actually traded him for Ozzy Albies. Uh, it's a keeper league, so it, it matters for the future. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, it matters. Not now, but it matters uh, for the future. Yeah, so he's hurt probably. I mean, Albies is coming back soon, so only going to make the Braves stronger. Dude, um, Dave Grissom and Albies at second I mean, base. Jesus. It's almost a real-life trade, Glaber Torres. You know, I'd rather have Albies <laughs> than uh, Glaber Torres. But, um, you know, one one good start against the A's doesn't really convince me that uh, Pablo Lopez has, has figured out his, his problems. Next, we'll go Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. No starter yet for Pittsburgh announced. Unfortunately, uh, Corbin Burns will be a $2 favorite for sure or higher. So that's three out of three games. Next, we'll go Philadelphia, Ranger Suarez, because we've talked about the Brewers enough. Ranger Suarez and the Phillies visiting Arizona in the desert uh, take on Madison Bumgarner. And... This number right now, uh, it ends our our two dollar streak at three in a row, but it does give us a nice minus one sixty nine. Um, yeah, nice. There we go. Nice. Uh, Over under is nine, and uh, I don't believe in Madison Bumgarner. I never really have ever since he left San Francisco. Still don't really think he's very good. And Ranger Suarez has kind of turned it around, but Arizona entering really hot. But now they play a real time team that aren't the White Sox. So uh, very true. 
how, how do you feel about the Phillies? Uh, I think we got some macro talk about them. They've been winning a lot of games, but feels like it's been against the bottom of the league. The Pirates, Reds, you know, those those don't look great on them. Getting Bryce Harper back has been huge. 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 Because the Phillies are trying their hardest to keep pushing and make a spot. Where are they in the wild card rankings? I mean, right they're now? two ahead of the Padres in the win column, three ahead of the Brewers. So I think they're they're the sixth seed right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I think having Harper back is going to be a, a huge difference maker. You need Nikki Nikki C, Nikki Castellanos to keep hitting decently well, or he's done the last few weeks. Hoskins has been on fire. You want to keep that going, but the pit, the bullpen is what's going to fuck this team over. I, I really, really am convinced the bullpen's going to fuck up this team. I really do because the the Cardinals, of course, I think they're locking the Central down. I think it's theirs. Brewers are trying to sneak in with the Padres and uh, like the Phillies. I, you're gonna, they're probably gonna make. I don't, I don't even know. Like they're, they're just the bullpen's going to fuck them up, Griff, and, I, and it sucks because Harper. Harper is coming back from injury and he's freaking raking and the offense is probably going to do better for the next few weeks. Like JT Romuto hopefully starts, you know, putting things together, but then you know, this bullpen's going to suck major nuts and just not going to win games for him. She's getting real graphic with our uh, bullpen descriptions. I'm sorry. I that know, play, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, it's a big problem. I just, I mean, October's crazy. Weird stuff happens, you know, um, but I just don't really see or have a lot of faith that anything has changed to this Phillies team. They've been feasting on literally the Reds, two series home and away. The Marlins, they play a bunch. They probably have a bunch of games with the Nationals coming up. They played the Pirates in Pittsburgh. Like they had a couple of series with the Mets, lost three or four at home in the most recent one. I think they are not good, but ultimately we'll see. Um, next, we'll go uh, to a good series that we thought was going to be um, a big one for playoff positioning, and I guess still is for San Diego. But uh, Mike Clevenger and the Padres, the fathers go on the road to the Giants. Los Gigantes and Carlos Rodon. Uh, currently Rodon at minus 130 favorite. Seems a little cheap to me. Uh, Giants were not very good today, unfortunately. But we're no. around around it. Uh, what? No, you're no. keep going. You're right. Keep and then over under seven. Um, Clevenger, you know, he started the year off slowly because of injury. And I feel like I kind of throw off his whole year unfortunately um i don't know what that says for him going forward but um i do like the idea of uh back in the giants on this short price it seems like it's it's too short for me right now i'm a little iffy with this why the giants have been very bad very 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 bad the last few weeks they have let's see uh, they lost in the last D-back series, which was two series ago, three series ago. They lost two of four. Then they lost. So they lost four in a row, won two games, Rockies, Tigers, and then they're on a four-game losing streak right now. They got swept by the Minnesota Twins yeah. in Minnesota. But you have to think that coming off a really embarrassing road trip against the Tigers, Rockies, and then now the Minnesota Twins, you have the right guy in the mound, but the team also can't score. They've, let's see, they scored a total of five runs in three games against the, the Twinkies, against a horrible bullpen, too. So 
Not yeah. great if you're a Giants fan, but Carlos Rodon has had two back-to-back dominant starts. I mean, oh, my God. All right, you want to listen to this? Carlos Rodon has faced maybe the worst teams the last month and a half, July 26th and on. D- Diamondbacks, Cubs, Athletics, Pirates, Diamondbacks, Tigers. I'm. How well, do you, you know what's nice for him? him? You know what's nice for him? He now gets to face another terrible offense. The Padres have been a joke ever since the trade deadline. I got to say, um, maybe they thought Josh Bell was going to be better than the trash can that he is. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not, not in the Josh Bell can hit good camp. Uh, Juan Soto isn't really quiet, maybe dealing with some injuries and the pressure and all the trade stuff. I feel like that screwed him up a little bit. Um, I got to say, I, I've really, I think the giants have their own problem. Sure. They're making a run and they got, I think, two back to 500, but then all these losing two of their last or winning two of their last 10 didn't certainly help. They're four games under. They are, I guess, nine back in the win column of the Padres. So this is a big series for them. Seems like their broadcast crew still thinks that they're in it. So um, I wouldn't think they've given up just yet. It's hard to back a team that's under 500 when you have to win probably 55% of your bets to, to break even with Rodon minus 130. But uh, I think that's the side I, I'd lean to. Over under is seven, so they're not expecting a lot of runs. Uh, I just I don't. Clevenger hasn't proven enough to me. Unless you got anything more on that one, I'll move to the AL. Yeah, I just want to calculate here. So the Padres since um, Soto trade, all, yeah, since so, Soto trade, they've been they've been okay, like not horrible. They've won some games but it's just i'm trying to i'm trying to calculate the win totals here but i'm having a tough time doing math and and, and talking. talking at the same time which is not my strong suit anyway yeah well, let, I, I, i'm let, uh let me move to the al while you count that out um, sure and i'll i'll introduce the uh your former employer shirt you're wearing right now the minnesota twins they had that big series um and what it did for them in the AL Central, they're now two games back of the Guardians, who had a, a bit of trouble out in the West Coast in Seattle, uh, losing a series to the Mariners there. Marlins only, or excuse me, the Twins only two back of the Guardians. Now three ahead of the White Sox, but ultimately, um, I guess, I think they're, I guess they're still thinking they're in the race. If the Orioles are in the race, they're only two losses back, the Twins are, uh, of the Orioles right now for that last playoff spot. And actually the Orioles are one win behind the Blue Jays. I mean, we got a race here, man. I I'm I'm kind of excited about this. The Rays keep winning somehow, but um currently we got the Red Sox and Brian Bayo, uh, who had a good start in his last time out. I mean, he couldn't be bad every time, I guess, but I'm not still a believer in him. And he's visiting Dylan Bundy, who no one in this podcast likes. Uh no. but Bundy somehow is minus 128 favorite. Um, that's based on betting a, a Minnesota Twins team that has a bad starting pitcher. Bad bullpen. Use a lot of bullpen arms today because Aaron Sanchez went like three plus or something like that. Not great. Um, I like the Red Sox. I just don't know if I can trust Bayo at this point um, off of one good start. I calculated the numbers real quick. The, the Since August 1st, the Padres are 13-12. Nice. Glad they, glad they dealt their entire farm system for uh Juan Soto. Anyway. Well, when, when hater when haters pitching like that, it's it's a very concerning factor. So I mean he has a 25 ERA since being a Padre. So not great. Anyway, yes, you're you're uh the, the twins here. I think I backed Bundy a few times this year and he's really thrown the middle finger at me, which I'm not a <laughs> which I'm not a fan of. 
So, and I've also bet on our Red Sox pitcher here, Bayo. I bet on him in his major league start, which was a definite debut. Yeah, definite bad move on my part. I got really excited because I've watched his his minor league videos and his, his film, and I was in love with his stuff, which a lot of people are. I just I, I don't know, man. When, when you have the Red Sox, how inconsistent they are at the plate, and when JD Martinez not playing as well, uh, you know, Bogarts is going to be either a Red Sox for life or he's going to be gone next year. So those rumors are starting. Devers is starting to get out of maybe a really bad slump. Uh, he really hasn't been hitting that well. But also, we talk about how horrendous this bullpen is for the Twins. But the Twins are on a nice little hot streak here. They've played really good baseball lately. They just swept the. San Francisco Giants. So I probably run with the Twins here, but I don't doubt that Dylan Bundy legit throws a fucking eight spot in his burn run column. Nice. Uh, that might actually improve his ERA. Just kidding. Uh, next we'll go <laughs> Yankees at Angels. Uh, Frankie Montas at Jose Suarez, who's been Suarez has been really good. Uh, I bet the Yankees would trade Montas for Suarez straight up right now um, if they could do it, but obviously they can't. Trade deadline has passed, and that's probably not realistic because Montas, when he's good, he can be really good. But I don't know that we've seen that yet from him, uh, and I don't know as the resident. Um, I mean, you're wearing a twin shirt, but you you root for the Yanks. I, what, like Montas is a minus one seventy four favorite, big number for an offense that's been slumping for a month now. Um, still really banged up, but they keep using that excuse over and over again. And they really just, that that's what they do is they bring in people that are, are often injured, unfortunately. Um, over under eight. If I didn't just say that I lean to Suarez, the problem is you're then, if you're back in the angels, I mean, what are you back in there, man? Like you got trout who's playing and Otani are there. So that's important in the lineup. Um, but Ryan, the closing maybe, or, or can, uh, Kihala, I think, is the uh, other option that they're closing lefty. That's pretty good numbers, but I don't trust him to close against the Yanks and already line up basically at the end. Um, you tell me, give me what you think about Montas so far, where you think he's going to be, where you think he is now, uh, and then tell me about your, your thoughts on this one. Frankie Montas, highly regarded as a big-time trade acquisition this year. He was thought to be maybe traded this uh, in 2021. As the Yankee right now, four starts, 19 innings, a 1-1 record. He's got a nice ERA at seven as a Yankee right now, which I'm loving every bit of. Right. But considering the Yanks didn't score seven runs in Oakland the entire series, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, pitching against the Blue Jays the other day, letting up a nice six spot, letting up six runs against the Cardinals in his first start, just – Really not pitching where his last start, I would say, is his best start of his Yankee career against the New York Mets. Went five and two thirds, struck out six. And uh, the Mets. It's a tough lineup to do it against. You know, that's pretty impressive. I I, I am happy about that. And, uh, you know, I'm almost positive the Yankees aren't facing Otani, I want to say. They just, Otani just pitched a couple of days ago, correct? Yeah, he shoved against the Blue Jays. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So the, at least the Yankees don't have to see that. The Yankees, I, I remember having this conversation with you on the podcast, Griff, that well, the Yankees go to West Coast against the Oakland A's and the Angels. After beating the Mets, this needs to be a dominant road trip. And so far, they're getting kicked in the teeth by the AA Athletics, as Thank you. been quoted by 
my amazing co-host here. Ooh, amazing. The entire show, entire show for the whole year has been calling double AAs. I saw someone call them the triple AAs, and I almost commented, no, they're double A. I almost added you. But anyway. Yeah, you should, uh, do that because I also have patent pending. So uh, you need oh, to. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 You got to cite on that. Anyway, I am very concerned. It's bizarre that the Yankees were hot, man. They're freaking beating the Mets. Everyone's excited. The Yankees are back. And then they get their asses kicked by the Oakland A's. Who freaking knows how base the baseball is so weird. Anyway, I, I really want the Yankees to, pit, to, hit, to pitch really well and hit really well. The pitching has been pretty well, man. I, I got to say, the bullpen, they've been trying to keep it things together with the amount of injuries they've had in that then all year long. The offense, it's, there's no, there's no, excuse to get one hit by Adam Oler. There's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, that guy's terrible. Um, he's he a double A pitcher for the double A athletics. Yes. He entered the game with a six year rate and lowered it to a five, six, six. He shoved. He looked like catfish hunter. He looked like the side prior. He looked like Barry fucking Zito. On the mound. He looked Whoa. like a legend Whoa. on the mound. He diced up the Yankees. It was embarrassing. So I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take the minus 190 Yankees. I think the Yankees are going to pitch really well. Hopefully, I'm praying. I'm about to get really upset now. We're getting off this podcast in a minute. But the next episode, I'm either going to be raging in anger or I'm going to be pretty happy. Uh, you know, that's the uh, Jekyll and Hyde nature of Yankees fans or just Taylor Ringgold. But... Last but not least, we'll go to the interleague. Um, I guess it's interleague play. There's no interleague. Um, we got Assad pitching for the Chicago Cubs. We had a pretty good first start, I think. Uh, and then he's visiting, unfortunately, Jose Barrios and the Jays. Uh, a lot of Cubs probably not getting vaccinated for this trip. So who knows who's going to miss uh, this one? As I think Tyler O'Neill just speaking of. Muscle hamster with a three-run shot to uh, let's go, Tyler O'Neill. Let's go, go nice. Um, Barrios, a minus two twenty-one favorite. So there's another two-dollar range. Uh, over/unders nine and a half. The Cubs. I mean, they fought real hard for me on Friday. I had to win that game twice in, in Milwaukee. Thank you. Uh, what a great job to close that one out. Had to win it twice, as I said. Um, they've been spoilers. They've been playing pretty well lately. I, I think the Cubs based on what you'd think about them. Um, Blue Jays, Jose Barrios, really hard to figure. I don't like him as a big favorite. Cause I feel like he's got a six runs, uh, outing in him just as much as he has a two run, uh, outing in him, but he does face the, the Cubs here. Huge bullpen advantage for the, the Jays though. I feel like there are some holes in that bullpen. Um, I don't think there's enough here for me to back the Cubs. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm on that side too. The Blue Jays need to win these these games there these are do or die games to keep themselves afloat to try to make a postseason run of course the the al east crown to win the division is kind of out of the question but to make a playoff push other ways is definitely uh, what they're trying to do here but they need this guy right here jose barrios to, to keep pitching well because the last two starts he's pitched really well against the yankees and a win against the Yankees, six and two thirds, struck out nine Yankees. And then the following start against the Red Sox in Fenway went six innings, struck out six, but it was a, uh, I want to say it's a no decision in that start. So he okay. has pitched That's really good. well. Trending That's up. Good. Trending up, guys. Trending up. His ERA is still really freaking high at a 5 2 8, which is 
Very alarming because Jose Barrios has been, you know, a lot of people talk about Barrios as being kind of an overrated pitcher. He's way too hyped up. He's overrated. I, I disagree. I think he can pitch really well. He's had good stretches in his career where he's had pretty solid seasons. He had 14 wins here with a 3.89, 3.86 ERA, and 19 with an as an all star. Uh, 2021, he had a 3.52 ERA. When he left Minnesota to go play in Toronto, he got the bag this year. He has let up a league-leading 79 earned runs and a league-leading 27 home runs allowed this year in 134 innings pitched. But his last two starts, he's been pitching well. So if you're a Blue Jays fan, we're looking at the up and up here. Uh, I think the... I really think the Blue Jays can pull out a W. It's just a matter of how well Burrios can pitch in this game. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I like them to win. I do. It's encouraging to hear that he's been pitching better. Um, we'll see if he can t- continue that. And if you've made it through this longer edition of our show, uh, thanks for sticking with us. Hope you enjoyed the, the extra long talk about potential teams fighting for the playoff race or potentially to win the, the World Series. Uh, and now what you're all been waiting for. It is our best bet portion of the show. Um, 2-0 last week on the pod. Taylor uh, has won his last two. I've won my last six. Uh, I'm going to go for lucky number seven here. But before we get there, uh, use the promo code HIT20 for 20% off all listeners for MLB podcast. Uh, for anything on the pregame.com website, uh, you get my picks, which come out every night, um, or if I've been drinking sometimes the next morning, uh, unfortunately. But try to get them out there before I go to bed each night. Uh, also, plenty of other uh, people on the site putting out their NFL and college football season win totals. They're They're all over the place. Find the sport you want to watch, what you want to put some money on, get some advice from from very talented handicappers at pregame.com, including yours truly. Use the code HIT20 and you get 20% off. It's good for seven days, so uh, use it quick. Um, and so best bets, here we go. Uh, I'm going to go with Carlos Rodon and the San, and San Francisco Giants, minus 130. Um, they are, it's rare that I give out favorites, but it's small enough um, that I think it's, it's worth it. I'm just not a believer in the San Diego Padres. Uh, lineup i feel like they've done every year they make a lot of noise at the trade deadline and it gets everyone really hyped people were even saying the dodgers were going to be threatened for for the nl west crown which is just a joke hilarious to me um but never was that ever the case now san diego has to go and gets a wounded san francisco team coming off a road a sweep in minnesota disappointed i'm sure everyone around that and there's they still believe they got a shot at the playoffs they have to go on a really hot run Rodon's gotten fortunate with his uh, draw for for uh, opponents lately, as as Taylor already mentioned. But uh, I think this is another one. I think he's going to pitch well. I think the Giants are going to get out uh, of. I guess they're staying at home tonight. Finally, get off the plane from bad series in Minnesota and get the ship righted with a nice, nice low scoring, maybe like a three two win. Just really a nail 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 biting hair pulling out of your head type of because that's how the Giants do it. Uh, Brandon Belt with like a, a base hit to to win the game, uh, maybe walk off faction, hopefully a little bit less stressful. But anyway, Giants minus 130. That's my best bet for Monday's episode. Oh, Griff, 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 Griff. You beat me to it. That's it's the, the one I wanted. having the tee box, baby. We're we're hot over here. Uh, you, you guys, know, you, you, you are scolding hot. Yes, you are on fire. That was the one I wanted. But you know what? You deserve it. Okay, so you deserve that. I am going to take, oh, man, I'm going to do it, and it's going to kill me. 
It's going to kill me, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with my boy uh, Dylan Bundy. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Dylan Bundy and the Twinkies. The Twinkies are on fire, man. They've they they swept your your San Francisco Giants this past weekend. Yeah, the Twinkies are fighting, pushing themselves into that first place spot in the American League strength central. I think there's two games back. I'm correct, Griff. Yep. Yep. So Dylan Bundy in his last few starts. You know he's been pitching decently well. Did, did okay. He's walking one. Ba- he's walked one batter four straight outings, which is really weird. Uh, he's not letting up a lot of long balls, which he did quite often. I mean, basically his whole career. That's what he kind of done. <laughs> that's what he um, does. Yeah, that's really yeah. that's really what he does. But the Twinkies have been pitching really well, and they're going against a young starter in Brian Bayo, who really hasn't pitched at all. Uh, this is you know not at all, but he hasn't pitched much in, during this season. He's he's I think he has like a seventy RA, zero and three record right now. He's a Red Sox young pitcher. The, the Red Sox are there's a lot of things going on with the lineup. I mentioned before JD Martinez and Bogarts and Devers. So Kike Hernandez is back in that lineup, but that's not going to be a game changing player to, to maybe change that outcome. So I'm going to go with the, to- uh, the the Twins here and Dylan Bundy. Minus one forty-five, Dylan Bundy. You better shove, make Daddy proud, and that is our best bet to the end of the show. Griff, tell us where we all can find you. You can find me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. My best bet: San Francisco Giants minus one thirty. You actually grabbed the wrong number. I'll give you Dylan what Bundy one twenty-eight minus one twenty-eight. So not that expensive. Minus oh, I was looking at the wrong ones. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All good. All good. All good. I was looking at all wrong. I looked at all the wrong lines all night. That's how. That's how annoyed I am with with just the amount of games. I wish there was more games on Monday because I don't. We, we I was a nice podcast talking. I wish there was a lot more games to to, to break down, but I can't be bitching that much. So maybe maybe tell us in the comments at the real underscore G Warner on Twitter if you want to uh, slide in some DMs, send some some ads at us. Uh, maybe we do episodes on Tuesdays next week may, or next year because I mean Monday cards are going to be light. They're always light travel days in, yeah. in baseball, and that that's tough. Uh, then again, they get us to really go uh, off the the top of the dome though, and maybe people like that. I don't know. Tell I kind of like I, I like it too. I just like more games to talk about anyway so you guys can follow me on twitter at taylor ringold and other social media platforms just type it in follow me there talk to me send me the dms tweet us tweet me and griffin we we are we love the engagement we love talking to you guys i'm taking to correction minnesota twins dylan bunny minus 128 thank you griffin correct me there a lot of numbers we're looking at here so i got a little confused so Two best bets are in. We're going for two straight weeks of two and zero. We're hot. We're feeling. We've already done it. We've already done two. We've already done two in a row at two and zero. So here we go. Let's go perfect three three episodes. We want three episodes. We want three episodes. That means Griff would be seven straight wins. Holy shit! That's hot. That's sizzling hot. Come on, Carlos. Carlos and Bundy. Let's go. High fastballs all night, baby. Bundy and and Rodon. What a perfect. Bundy ground balls. You're not striking out anybody. Just give me some ground balls to Carlos Correa. That's all I want. All right. Great episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Let's go, Dylan Bundy. Talk to you guys later.